Greetings, long-lost Cosmic Dream Radio listeners. I'm back at last for a Valentine's Day edition of this podcast. Um, today we will be doing some excerpts from Orpheus and Eurydice, which is a lyric sequence by Gregory Orr, published in 2001 by Copper Canyon Press. It's a short little book, but too much for me to do all in the one day I have to make this podcast. So we'll be doing some excerpts from this, but some pretty significant excerpts. Um, this book follows the entire myth of Orpheus and Eurydice, um, obviously recast as Gregory or saw fit. Uh, if you don't remember the myth of Orpheus and Eurydice, Orpheus is or was the greatest musician of his time. He could charm anything with song, stones, beasts, sirens even. He outsang the sirens at one point. Um, he met and fell in love with Eurydice. On the night of their wedding, she was bitten by a snake and descended into the underworld. He was so stricken with grief, he decided to go after her, and he charmed his way through Sharon and past Kerberos, all the way down to Persephone and Hades, who were also charmed when he began singing to them of love and loss, and agreed to let him go back to Earth with Eurydice, on the condition that he did not turn to look at her until they were both above ground. It's a condition which, of course, he failed to meet. He himself got out onto the Earth, but then he turned back to make sure she was still there, and poof, she vanished back into the halls of the dead. Uh, he was, of course, then quite miserable. <laughs> um, he swore off women, uh, but of course was eventually killed by a wild Bacchic band of them. This book begins with begins with meeting Eurydice and goes all the way through to Orpheus's death. Um, the book begins with this question, How can I celebrate love now that I know what it does? So yay, happy Valentine's Day. Here's some excerpts from Orpheus and Eurydice by Gregory Orr. A common enough mistake. Looking in the wrong place. It's not a fissure in the earth or crack in a cliff face that leads sharply down. You were looking in the wrong world. It was inside you. Entrance to that cavern, deeper than hell, more dark and lonely. Didn't you feel it open at her first touch? When I first saw her, she was so beautiful. I wanted to be a mirror and hold all of her. My eyes couldn't do that, much as I tried to calm them, saying, drink deep of her face. If I had become a lake, a mirror is all surface, but a lake has depths, I would have drawn her in, undine or water nymph, 
alive inside me. In the meadow. Marble pillars of palace or temple. So what? I've seen them tumbled by vines. And our beautiful bodies, how long will they last? Shallow valley where we lie down, crushing a circle in tall grass. Above it, the gods drift on low clouds, letting down bright lines of sunlight with tiny golden hooks. In my dream she was tired and lay down at the foot of the hill. I climbed on, eager to walk in the summit's wind-tossed grasses that blazed up in last light. But when I got there, the sun was gone and the wind was so cold it seemed to blow right through me. I turned to her and called, but she was asleep in the hill's shadow which she had become. A snake no bigger than a bracelet of braided gold unfastened and cast aside in the haste of love. The bite itself only, the pinprick you might feel stepping barefoot on the open clasp. When I was alive, How is it only glimpses, moments of bliss, but always the body resisting, body refusing stiff. to let the soul go. So warm it makes me When I died, all Orpheus heard was a small, ambiguous cry. How is it she's How could he know how free I felt? as I unwound the long bandage of my skin and stepped out. And me, all I do is kneel beside her corpse, numbly repeating her name as if some nacreous alchemy of the voice could pearl a piece of dust. If your gaze takes in the world, a person's a puny thing. If a person is all you see, the rest falls away and she becomes the world. But there's another world into which a person can disappear. Then what remains? Only your word for her. Eurydice. The moral's clear. A mortal's a blossom the earth opens for. Maybe she loved me, maybe not. Who knows? Not even the gods can see into a human heart. It's that dark. But mine beats its syllables of need, and I begin my journey with no thought but this. I'm lost, lost, unless I bring her back. When Eurydice saw him, huddled in a thick cloak, she should have known he was alive, the way he shivered beneath its useless folds. 
But what she saw was the usual. A stranger confused in a new world. And when she touched him on the shoulder, it was nothing personal, a kindness he misunderstood. To guide someone through the halls of hell is not the same as love. To guide someone through the halls of hell is not the same as love. Orpheus stood in the dark hall and, with his hands on the strings and his sung words, tried to conjure her body out of empty air. All the while, Eurydice was standing behind him. He only had to turn, and she was there. We stared, astonished, at his breath pluming in the cold air, and then he strummed his lyre and sang the things we knew and had forgotten. In my dark realm, music's painful as first light to sleeping eyes. White line above black trees, dawn's chalk scraped across the board. My body was never marred, no dart of arrows ever pierced my skin. Where my heart was a pomegranate is, how could I be moved? And yet, last of all it was lost, he sang, how like a vine it climbs the wall, sent roots and tendrils inward, bringing to the heart of the hardest stone the deep bursting emptiness of song. When they said I must leave hell and I put on flesh again, it felt like a soiled dress. And as I followed him up the steep path, to lead someone through the gates of hell is not the same delays as offered love. their help, their hope. But still the opening grew, until at last I saw his body silhouetted against the entrance glare, dark pupil of an eye that stared. In the cave mouth I stopped, stunned to lean against a broken limestone tooth. The light was like a wall, and I was afraid. I turned to her as I had before. To save myself, she was something between the abyss and me, something my eyes could cling to. Watch her once, two were a single stream, her pale form flowing over and around itself, the as if bodies path. had no bounds. She's a waterfall, only a liquid of currents, and once she shattered in the rocks, she is a waterfall below. Far below, ploughed fields vibrated in the spring heat like black harps. But all that was behind him now. The lakes and swamps, the low places, the lilacs with their heart-shaped leaves shading the clustered huts. He turned to the windy cliffs and pathless slopes above the tree line, where each boulder gave forth its single inconsolable note. Who knows? Maybe it would be simpler. When she was alive, her body confused him. He couldn't think 
Clearly, when she was close, scent of her skin made him dizzy. Now, where she had been, only a gaping hole in air, an emptiness he could fill with song. With my words, I'll make rocks weep and trees toss down their branches in despair. In its heart, each object guards a tear. So round and absolute, it mirrors all the passing scene. Those clear globes are the souls of things. I want to shatter them. I want to make them sing. When there were two of us, there was one world and one one moon. When there were two of us, there was one one world and one one moon. When you died, I was alone in another world whose two moons of grief and rage wax and wane in the starless sky. By their light, all I eat becomes ashes on my tongue. By their light, all I eat. Become on my tongue. Now I can't stand to be touched. Now I can't stand to see anyone touching. When I find lovers, I sit this wedge between I find lovers. I saw her, out past the first waves, swaying on an undulant stalk. At my feet, she'd left her wisdom and bones, unsortable pile on the shore. Then I was under a tree, its trunk twined with a thick helix of vine, a twinned up-thrusting, its intermingled foliage more green than black. Stepping from the dark, she held cupped hands to my lips. Everything is risk, she whispered. If you doubt, it becomes sand trickling through skeletal fingers. Believe, and it's water. From what? Deep well. Some of the women knelt on the muddy shore, rinsing his blood from their limbs. Others stood in a daze, gazing off downriver, where the singing head had long since disappeared. The birds were silent, birds were silent. and even the river had and stopped river its, had river stopped sound. its river sound, and no breeze and no stirred breeze the leaves. Stirred the leaves. Death is a rock, toss 
Everything had lost its voice voice. and listened now inside, inside. listened listened. to Orpheus. Orpheus. Fields took on their final green. The sea was still as the sky. No longer did clouds drift toward the horizon like shadows without bodies or like wings without that which they were meant to lift. And the rose, whose rich petals are saturated with vanishing, 